Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-air madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-air brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the <laughs> 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 I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rat can fly now. Here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. There you Ma- go, mate. Mate, we made it. We're in oh, Sydney. Yeah. Yep. F-59, no less. I said we'd never do it. Well, we didn't because F-59 was meant to be live in Perth. Yeah, so we actually didn't do it. No. Nah. We flew there, though. Yeah. We got really fucking close to Perth. Well. It's not, not close enough. Straight in, straight to a twin room. Two yeah. days later, left. Um, the twin room, I figured, you know, what well, it'll save you some coin on a com and we won't be in there because we'll do three gigs on the Friday, five on the Saturday. Yep. Pretty much just sleep there, go to the airport, yeah. head our separate ways. It turns no. out it was the whole fucking time in there. Yeah. But pretty good. Oh, yeah, it was all right. It was like a holiday Yeah, for me. And good. air has never been fresher. And after leaving that fucking fart box after two days, beers you and were farts. Disgusting. You were fucking like a, an animal. Like meat meat and beer. <laughs> Revolting. Um, yeah, we just ordered barbecue from Side Door Barbecue in Perth. Ripper spot. We bought a slab and uh, just destroyed our body. And then <laughs> we've flown to Sydney. I've, I'm not allowed in Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne declared Perth a red zone. Are they still, like if you went to Melbourne, you'd no, be it's orange. Like- it's orange from tonight. So from tonight you'd be allowed to go home. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. I'd be allowed to go home, but I've got to get a test first, even though I just got one. Get a test and wait another three days for the yeah. result of it. Yes, yeah. excellent. So I I flew straight here to Sydney and uh, the radio station. There was a soft cock in the ranks there, higher so, up in the ranks than me, who wanted me to get a test. I even thought this was your not, choice to get a test. Being no. a Victorian, love getting tests. You seem to love it. Mm. Didn't want to get one. Um, there was somebody higher up in the ranks who I think was a little bit worried about me possibly having it because, you know, two people had it in Perth. Yeah. And I and never went to anywhere One that left. they went. So Well, they weren't in our fucking twin room. No, they you weren't. Much. COVID wouldn't have fucking lived in there. <laughs> that, that's the vaccine. Just melt our bed sheets. <laughs> Shoot that in you. You're not getting anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, fucking. I'm hoping to go back to Perth next week. Oh, but, are you going to go? Well, I don't know. You only allowed 20 people in a venue, so That'll do. not that useful. <laughs> Maybe I'll sell one out. <laughs> um, but you know, if, if that's the case, no point. But hopefully, they'll put it back up. Yeah. in the next couple of days. That the McGowan, Mark McGowan, their mm. premier, he 
He loves it. Oh, he's on a hair trigger. Loves it. Wants to be president of he WA. Had, he had uh, he had scaredy cat voice on Friday. He's like, oh, oh, there's two two cases of lockers. Yeah, just everyone calm down and grow up. I have figured out though because you've constantly said from the start and. Heggy, you still can't seem to wrap your head around what happens when somebody gets a test. You're like, all right, sweet, you've got a test. I'll bring the family over. We'll do some pods. I go, nah, I've got to wait. All right, come to our place then. Nah. I was with you the entire fucking weekend. If you had it, I've got it. Yeah, of course. So I know that. I that, could have just come that's, here. Mate, that's using logic. Yeah. This is not a time for that. This is for the rational thinking. Victoria. I do understand, though, how Sydney have avoided it because they had um, – I got tested on Monday, early yeah. Monday morning, and that day Sydney did 5,000 tests. That's a lot. And it took 36 hours to get the results back. Yeah. I think they just write it out. Just go, oh, we'll just like, you might have it. We'll just give him his test results in a week or so and he won't have it anymore. <laughs> that's, well, that's what Brisbane was doing at the start with hotel quarantine. Victoria's numbers were up in hotel quarantine because they test people on day two and day 10. Yeah. Whereas Brisbane gave you 10 days to grow up. Get it out of your system. Oh, yeah. Yep. Smart. Just pump it into the aircon <laughs> through a nebulizer. Fuck, who knew? On your chair. Who knew that if you farted in a hotel room, it just goes to the neighbour yeah. across the hall? <laughs> Fuck, I feel bad for the cunts across the mask. They're dead. <laughs> no N95 mask is going to help you out of that one. But we're here. We've got a live show in Sydney this Saturday. Oh, yeah. I think there's only a couple of tickets left. Yeah, there'll be a few tickets left. If uh, This comes out Thursday. So, yeah, get in yep. on, on the Friday if you can because uh, it'll be – if it doesn't sell out, I'd be really disappointed. There's only a few tickets left. Perth, but, um, I'd love to come back, but I've got a heavily pregnant wife. And as much as I'd love to be in a hotel room by myself again while she gives birth so I can just chill out and watch ESPN docos like I was doing the last yeah. few days. Yeah. How good, by the way. I watched the George Best one. Yeah. George Best, the Northern Irish soccer player. Hero. Hero to everyone. While I was just drinking a bottle of wine and a six-pack by myself in a room in the yeah. darkness, I was watching a story of a man who drank himself to death. Yeah. But he drank too much. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> he loved it. Yeah. I mean, I've, whenever I've drunk too much, I've always thought, no, nah, I don't don't drink alone in a dark kitchen, so I'm mm. fine. There's no way I could be an alcoholic. Yeah. I only do it daylight and with yeah. other people. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. But then every now and then. You will do it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Got to let your hair down. <laughs> Get no back chat when you're by yourself. Um, good news, when you do go back to Melbourne next week. Mm. Uh, straight to the home of the arts, Melbourne. Yep. You'll be able to go and see Friends the Musical. <laughs> what they really Is that an actual really push the envelope down there, don't they? Oh, I mean, well. and then they pull it right back from the edge and put on Friends the fucking musical. <laughs> oh goodness. I'm just seeing if they've actually got exclusively oh, wow. in Melbourne. Hold on. Oh, oh no. Jesus Christ. That- Oh, this is them going through the cast. You can't see them. You're going to have to turn that off. But they don't, they don't have the rights to the song, it sounds like. Yeah, they've had to change it slightly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Friends the Musical. Oh, it's a parody as well. Oh. Hey. Hold on. Let's see if there's any. Oh, the best. There. <laughs> Another YouTube video on it where they're showing you none of the actual lines. Yeah. There's just reviews. The hilarious New York and Las Vegas hit mm. Friends, the musical parody, is pivoting its uh, way to Australia. Of course it is. Great. What, with an Australian cast? Yeah. That is. That's it. Yeah. It looks appalling. The show is appalling. 
the whole thing stinks and it's as if they don't have anyone who could just write some new stuff and get get that commission. It's fucking unbelievable. Well, they, I then think, it is Melbourne. No, no, no. I think they do. They've got heaps of that. Of course they do. Around the world. But yeah. people won't, like people won't go until it's this at the theatre. But they it's like people don't, going don't to give see. them this as a fucking option. It's like people that won't go and watch live music unless it's Queen, the tribute band or whatever. Yeah. You think, we well, you haven't seen live music. You've just seen yeah. somebody play so, another band's songs. So difficult to draw a crowd to anything out in the country. <laughs> like any of those theatres I've ever been to in the regional Australia, it's all like, you know, tribute bands. Yeah. The Eagles tribute band were here last week. Full, <laughs> did extra shows. Everyone loved it. They're still singing in the streets. <laughs> what do you want to do? Nah, sorry, no one's coming. <laughs> Hey, I wrote an original, boo, get out. (laughs) Friends the musical. Yes. I'll be straight there. Well, I did watch, what did I go and see? Gander. Gander the play. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. Come from away. Where was that? Was that in the? That was at Comedy Theatre. Yeah, right. Comedy Theatre? Yeah. Was it a comedy? Oh, it had some jokes in it. That's The best best thing about musicals, it's like when they said... um, what was the South Park one, Book of Mormon? Yeah, well, that They're was like, actual. It's the, it's the funniest musical I've ever seen. Yeah. It's like so the bar is so low that, of course, the creators of South Park yeah. could beat that. Yeah. It's but not as funny as the top ten South Park episodes, but did, it was pretty good. Did Gander have any good 9-11 jokes? Uh, no, no good 9-11 jokes. No little in-jokes. You know when you go to a kid's show or something, there's fucking in-jokes for the parents, nauseatingly. They'll nudge each other Mate, up the back. That was a joke about sex. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there'd be. Oh, they would have had a few little bits of innuendo, but nothing about the terrorist attack nine eleven. Okay, kept, so that's where the real humour would be us. if they if they bothered to write it better. <laughs> Layer it nine eleven jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it out. All right, man. We, we better get stuck in. This week we've got um, we're looking at Royal Air Cambodge. Cambodge. And if you, yeah, and if you can cast your mind back. Hold on. Is that an actual airline, is it? Yeah, Cambodge. Cambodge. Fuck. Yeah. I, thought, I thought you'd just Aussie up Cambodia. Oh, no, that's how you'd say Cam- Cambodge. That's how you'd say Cambodia in French. But, and oh, is I it? assume in some other languages oh, as fucking well. Fucking here we go. What? That's how you say it in French. Your mate. <laughs> Your mate. I don't French. think just French. Makes I think, you think a don't few know. other Your languages. Mate. Yeah. They call it Cambodge. Okay. Do they? I <laughs> think. <laughs> I've got to apologise for educating you now, do I? No. Is that we are? The, yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, man. I thought they would have called it something nicer, <laughs> the French. Cambodge. No respect for it. It sounds like something we'd call Cambodia and the French would call it's, Cambodge Cambodia. Yeah, right. Well, <laughs> it's just another one of those countries they went to and go, bread, here you go, here's a shit lesson, see ya, go on. <laughs> Leave out a key ingredient and you'll yeah. think you fucking nailed it. You and, haven't. Then they come back and go, did you put pork in there? <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we're looking at April 8, 1997. Ooh. And a, uh, 97, deep, good year. Oh, yeah, deep down heart of gold larrikin like yourself, Teng Bunma. He's uh, the owner of the luxury Intercontinental Hotel in Phnom Penh, uh, among other things. Cambodian businessmen, from what I was saying, don't just stick with one industry. No. They spread uh-huh. themselves around. And that, uh, if, I assume it's like any interna- intercontinental hotel in the world. It probably looks the same oh. as in 1997. Yeah. 
well, this one doesn't. We just sat along. Oh, look at the video. It doesn't look great, does it? <laughs> no, but none of them do. No. There are a lot of hotels that are like, look at this. And you go, yeah, I see. You built it in 1985. Yeah. What have you done since then? But this one looks like a proper third world future bomb site. Mm. Like it's <laughs> fucking just concrete. You know, it's not great, is it? No. no. It's a, it's, if it's still standing 100 years from now, it's a slum. You reckon? Yeah, I reckon all slums started as, as intercontinentals. <laughs> Slowly over the years, they That's just the ran down. Yeah. That was a whole neighbourhood of intercontinental <laughs> hotels in Brazil. Now look at it. So uh, our mate Teng, he's, he's made bank off the back of the fall of the Khmer Rouge. 1979, he owned a newspaper. Now, Tang, are you going to tell me that's how the French say Thomas or something? Is that? Oh, probably. I don't know. Yeah. No, I haven't looked. Um, I didn't The check French out. had just dropped the H, wouldn't they? It would be Thomas. Thomas. T-O-M-A-S or is that a uh It would drop the H but they wouldn't say the S. be Thomas. Fucking hell. Yeah. Sorry. Different places, huh? Um, <laughs> makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> So he's, he's owned a newspaper, which is never yep. a great fucking look, especially in the third world. And his, his son owns oh, a – Sorry. So he manages the Intercontinental and owns a newspaper. He owns the Intercontinental, owns a newspaper. There's oh. more. Oh, he owns he's it as well. Much oh, more stuff there's more, is there? Yeah. yeah. His son owns a ca- casino. <laughs> <laughs> Along with his business partner is a high-up Khmer Rouge functionary. And Teng is also the president of Cambodia's Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> Fingers in pies. Yeah. Old Tang. He's uh, not officially, like, he's not a backbencher or anything. He's not an official politician, but he might as well be. Yeah. He's just got a direct line. He's like the Alan Jones, I suppose. Of that's that is where developing nations. That's why it's called developing because their their sus business deals are too out in the open. They haven't developed enough to know how to hide that properly yet. Yeah, oh, like they're fuck. just a sus here, but for some reason they seem to layer in it a, a way, little bit better. I, I respect their way more. Oh yeah, just got their fingers up the whole time, driving around the streets in a luxury yeah. car, spitting I'll, on peasants. I'll have another military medal, thanks. Fuck yeah, didn't do anything. Stick another one on. <laughs> they love it. Run out so. of chest space. <laughs> Put pin it to my dick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they love it over the top. <laughs> Fucking hell. Did, uh, didn't the North Korean, uh, didn't he win a golf, didn't he do a golf course in 18 holes? Yeah. The old one? Yeah. Fuck. Um, 18, 18 shots, I mean. Yeah. 18 holes, 18 shots. Holy yeah. one every fucking, that's incredible. You invented the cheeseburger. Why isn't that in the Guinness Book of Records? That is incredible. What was the one uh, Kim Jong, he found, did he find unicorns? Uh, so he went to a cave and did something. He invented the yeah. sandwich. He fucking. He wrote a bunch of operas. He discovered a unicorn lair. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sick. So good. <laughs> well, Why Teng, not, Teng's tentacles go further. He's never been allowed in the USA because they suspected him of being a linchpin in Thailand's drug trafficking trade, which he was. Um, Cambodia's richest businessman, Teng Bunma. He's, uh, he's going to want a piece of that fucking action. Mm. But also. You're in that triangle. Oh, yeah. But also he's a, well, on top of this, he's a font of generosity. He's a pretty good bloke. Don't worry about it. Oh, him. yeah. He, do, he doesn't keep all the money for himself. Mr. Teng is a truly generous man. His company, the Taibun Rong Group, is building an enormous hotel in Mao Zedong Avenue. As he said, I'm fixing his road free of charge. And what did Mao Zedong ever do for me? His largesse is impressive. 
In August 93, he paid 1.8 million for Prince Ranery's aeroplane. The second prime minister got something close to his heart too, a bulletproof Mercedes. Sick. Yes. I mean, the man he bought that Mercedes for. So Mao, Mao Zedong, like the Chinese leader, yeah. Mao, he just fixed his road for free. Yeah. Yeah, good bloke. Good, great bloke. The road happened to be the one that went straight to the Intercontinental. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> Makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> He's um, the bloke he bought the, the bulletproof Mercedes for. Sorry, just quickly. Yeah. You t- I, we were talking before about the corruption in the yeah. developing nations and they hide it a bit better. The one that got me the starter last year or the year before, Matt Canavan, who's the He's like the head of, he's like the minister for resources, so mining and everything. His brother-in-law spent a few, like six or seven million to be part owner of a mine. Yeah. Matt just had no idea about it. No idea. Just none. Didn't come up over dinner. Man, if my sister-in-law is looking at a second-hand car, I fucking know about it. Oh, yeah. Let alone if she was about to spend six million on a mine and my job was head of mines. Yeah. I (laughs) I reckon at some point would have heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh, dodgy. Cunt. I mean, for successful people at heart, they're quite ignorant. Yeah. Aren't they all these corrupts. Yeah, it's like when uh, Eddie Obeid. Well, I'm not saying he's corrupt. I just did radio um, codes training. Yeah. yesterday, the mm-hmm. defamation laws in this Australia. Was- I thought it was Quite teaching hard. you how to not to be a pest around the office. It's actually defamation. No, based. this is all radio stuff. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, just radio broadcasting laws. Yeah, right. So I've done courses so just, before for jobs. They're fucking painful. Good news. When it comes to defamation, one of the things you can say is it's just my honest opinion. Yeah, right. So you're sorted. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. It, anything you say is truly your... Well, yeah, I've thought about this for this exact podcast, actually. We are going to get sued one day, but just want to go on the record and say this is all opinion. Yeah. It's based on falsehoods and it's my opinion and satire. your opinion and that's all it is. Yeah. Satire. It's political satire, no yep. less. Satire and opinion. Yeah. <laughs> No facts in it. That won't stop me getting the shit kicked out of me one time from one of these fucking assholes who finds us. But Good luck. Just I want them to know that it's satire. Right? Nobody that gets maggot on planes and fights, I think, listens to a podcast. I and if they not. do, it's the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're on that promoting this, it might change Oh, the things. dream. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, imagine that, working your way up to get on Rogan <laughs> to promote mid-flight brawl. Nah. What a fucking weird world. We're all That's right. A- Let's lock it in. 2025. <laughs> He's got a 10-year Spotify deal. Yeah. Americans are dying in droves thanks to not worrying about masks yeah. and uh, staying home. So surely within that 10-year block, one of us can get on there. Oh, man. it'll. I, I'm, I'm all right, thanks. <laughs> you can go and do it. I couldn't give a fuck. Awful. Um, anyway, so he's bought, the, he's bought the bulletproof Mercedes for his good friend Hun Sen. And we should say that all legitimate business people need a bulletproof car. Well, legitimate fucking president of a country. For yeah, many, oh, yeah, many, that's right. Like the, yeah, the long-term democratically elected leader of Cambodia. <laughs> 100% again. Yeah, president of the Cambodian People's Party. Yeah. Like any, anyone in charge of an organisation, political or otherwise, with the word people in it, fucking sus. Yeah. Like it's on for the people. Oh, it's one, one of my favourite things about the like communism and socialism is the let's all get together, everything's spread around fairly, I'll yeah. lead this. Yeah. You know, just I'm in charge of everything. Yeah. Oh, idiots, you, know, you idiots think the people want food, shelter and water as a priority. No. <laughs> Turns out what the people want all along is to build me a solid gold mansion, furnish it with guards, training their fucking rifles on anyone approaching it. 
the people also want for all my mates to be rich. Yeah. And for me to go hunting with Putin. <laughs> That's what the people really want deep down if you were to ask them at gunpoint in the gutter. Yeah. yeah. Fucking hell. They'll want to come to a funeral and clap. And if any one of those people stop clapping first, they want to die. Yeah. That's what the people <laughs> They deep want. down want to die. They don't know it. If they don't cry hard dumb. enough, they <laughs> <laughs> get shot. I'll just kill some of them for fun. We're all equal. He's uh, He's not as bad as Pol Pot, so therefore a really good bloke. <laughs> that is, again, I know. bar very low. Fucking the lowest <laughs> probably ever. Yeah. Do you see any mountains of skulls near my house? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I told you, top guy. All these cunts get in like that, like, yeah. oh, I'm better than him, and mm. then they turn out to be as bad or worse eventually. Always. Hun Sen, Prime Minister of Cambodia, is still now very popular leader. As you said, 100% of people vote for him. That's an overwhelming majority yeah. in anyone's language. And all his, uh, all of his potential opposition, just not up to the task. <laughs> Biggest problem with them is that they're all clumsy, falling off cliffs, shooting themselves multiple times <laughs> in the back, usual stuff. <laughs> Hanging themselves but, with yeah. their hands tied behind their back. <laughs> How are you meant to lead a country if you're that dumb? <laughs> I know. It's just clumsy. Like you can't have people falling downstairs and shit as a leader. Well, we had a mate of ours, and I won't say his name just in case there is any trouble in his uh, country of origin, but uh, there's a mate of ours from Sri Lanka, yeah, a comedian who told us about um, there was like an opposition. (laughs) Yeah, Goldstein is, but it's not him. Okay. Um, There was somebody running like an opposition party member um, who was found, he'd had a heart attack while jogging. Mm. It was very sad. Um, he was just in a three-piece suit Jogging, outside a hotel. in a three-piece suit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a step further than those fat lunatics you see at lunchtime with a garbage bag on. What's yeah, that? You see, like see people jogging during the day, 40 degrees, with a garbage bag on just to lose more weight. Oh, the, like a weight cut, like a boxer's weight cut. Yeah. 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 You see some fat losers around. I've seen them in Sydney. Oh, really? It. Yeah, lunchtime jog. Wow. 40 degrees. Garbage bag on. Three-piece suit, step up from that. Yeah. Small issue is what they're losing there is water weight. Like they're watching Rocky, but they don't understand he was already shredded going into the weight cut and that's just to lose the final amount of water weight to get in on the scale. Oh, okay. It's all the fat. You're not burning fat with a plastic bag on. So your water is the first thing to go, is it? No, no, no. So you'd want to slowly cut weight and then the last bit of the weight cut, they're just trying to cut water weight to drop even more. But you're not burning fat with a fucking... Yeah, right. Garbage bag on. You're just those, losing water weight. Is that why those big fat losers, when they lose weight, they've got all the flaps and shit. They don't lose it slow enough. Yeah, you can lose it a bit If you quick. were 200 kilos and you lost weight over the course of three years slow yeah. enough, do you think yeah. you wouldn't have those big flaps? Maybe. Like the fucking, you know, lose a sandwich under a roll of fat. In- you know, Instagram doesn't care about that. Well, They want it quicker. They want it Much quick. like producers, TV producers want it a bit oh, of quicker. Of course, but it's the, it can't be good. No. Take your time. Yeah. Take it easy. Yeah. Do it the right way. So, you know, <laughs> learn something off this podcast, everybody. <laughs> um, like all good dictators, though, Hun Sen gets involved in stuff. He's shit hat to just show he's a man of the people. This is my, probably mm. my favourite thing about little nerds with power trying to do things the common man can do without issue. These basic skills have always eluded them. It's the very reason little men search for power in the first fucking place. It's so, it's so good. Hun Sen... He's about as good at football as John Howard is at cricket. <laughs> and we just watched a video before of Hun Sen. He get, was a, politicians getting involved in sports. Yeah. So good. He's just taken a little penalty kick. So there's a goalie there who's probably been told, 
hey, dive Just the other way through, or yeah. everyone's losing their fucking heads. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, though, the guy's still got to kick it in the net. Yeah. There has been a small problem. <laughs> They're not all laughing there because he's kicked such a great goal. Oh, he's top just, corner. No. Unstoppable. He's, he's gone to the left and there's a cameraman <laughs> getting the front on shot of yeah. the kick who it's just hit right in the balls. Yeah. Nothing better than a ball shot, is it? Yeah. Thank goodness everyone laughed. Yeah. They cause... probably had to laugh for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is easy to laugh at, someone getting fucking nutted with a soccer ball. Yeah. Oh, it's, still, it's still right up there. It still remains like. One of the funniest. You can you can make up as many jokes as you want, man. Get someone getting kicked in the nuts. Oh, fucking top quality. So funny, like the best. Yeah, I've had it happen to me actually. Well, obviously, everyone has, but yeah, but playing uh, indoor soccer, I was goalkeeping. Yeah, I got kicked in the nut with a little hard ball, it's like yeah. a little medicine ball they use. Fuck. Yeah. And I, I had to, I had to go off. Like yeah. I, I was fetal position, laughing. No, laughing too much. Everybody else was. They were <laughs> my own teammates falling on the ground, pretty much laughing. <laughs> They had to stop the match. Ambulance crashed. I couldn't. They were laughing. I had to just. I thought I was paralysed. Yeah. I had to crawl off. Only just got off, and I just <laughs> just curled up in a ball for the next half hour. It's awful. Yeah, but the funniest thing ever, obviously, <laughs> for everyone else. <laughs> Fucking grim. That's why guys go down. Yeah, because it's too much laughter trying to leave our body when we've know. been hitting the nuts. We yeah. know how funny it is. Oh, it's only funny when it happens to other people, as far as I can tell. Oh. Fucking grim. <laughs> Um, anyway, like we haven't even talked about the plane incident yet. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's what this is about. So Roy, <laughs> Royal you Air. Want the, you want another can? Yeah, I have a can. <laughs> um, Royal Air Cambodge. Thanks, mate. Has, uh, they'd flown from Hong Kong to Phnom Penh. Uh, an airline representative told Teng that his luggage would only get unloaded when he paid for an extra $600 for excess baggage he had underpaid when he got on. You don't get stung for excess baggage on the back end. Well, you wouldn't think so, but they obviously neglected to get it off him uh, on the way. I don't know. That's a mistake. Like I, I don't run an airline, but even I know that. Yeah, no fucking way. You know, they do travel heavy these types. Smarter way to do it, though, I reckon. What to get it on the back end? Yeah, and they really can't go anywhere. Well, they can't. People get annoyed enough at the start; they just won't get on the flight. You get them at the back end. I oh, just that, want to go home. You reckon that's the mentality? Or he's had something added into his luggage after on the way it's clear. Yeah. yeah, right. Just <laughs> fucking you, my boogie ball wasn't this heavy when I got on. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, right. So we found one and a half tonne of talcum powder in your. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, tell, you see a little man travelling with big men that he's ordering around, just let him have what he wants. Yeah. Especially in Cambodge. Don't, tell him, don't tell him what to do. I mean, yeah, you must have pulled a don't you know who I am by now. Never. No? No. <laughs> could, never, could never do it because there's there's nothing to know. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was in the Daily Mail yesterday as Nick Kamov. <laughs> We're talking about a – In Sydney? Yeah. No, no, no. For Well, just Daily Mail. What's it's on the, the internet, Mail? isn't it? Yeah, you can't just buy one. At the oh, shops, okay. one yeah, Daily like Mail, it's a, thanks. It's an Australian Yeah, thing. Daily Mail Australia. It's uh, They're talking about my co-host on the radio, Brennan Favola, has a Call of Duty addiction. We've, we found out that he's played over 500 hours of it in six months. Okay. and uh, That's a lot of I, time. I'd That's ask, a long time. Yeah, I don't know how many AFL games he'd played, and it was 204. And I said, your time's up by two hours, 408. He's played more hours of Call of Duty than he played AFL. And, he's and they said – 
Yeah. Like that, what? He was, he was getting made fun of by his co-host, Nick Kamov. Oh, right. How so do you- I'm, I'm Nick Kamov now. <laughs> Nick Kamov. How do you <laughs> – how do you quantify how many – like does he put a stopwatch on every no, time the, he's – No, no, no. There was um, – there was uh, – there's an app apparently where you can just look up any player in the world and find out. We found out his kill rate and his win rate. I see. So he wins games 0.1% of the time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Think of how many hours those people are putting in. Yeah. There's these boys all over the world just playing it mm-hmm. fucking 20 hours a day. Yeah. Yeah? Contributing to the world yeah. by doing that. Do you think any of them become soldiers? Well, I think that's happening a lot now. Don't they take drone pilots from they, oh, they find, find people that are really good at those games one. and get them into drone? Yeah, drone strikes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fucking brave new world, isn't it? Turns out, though, from a distance, can't tell a wedding from a terrorist group. No, not really. It's a bit hard. Same, same. So high up. Yeah. The ones with the large numbers just take them out. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> a limousine's just arrived. There's a yeah. man in a suit and somebody in a dress. That's probably another terrorist. <laughs> Shoot it. <laughs> um, man, I'm more incredulous than people do know who I am. That's mm-hmm. fucking – I sold merch outside my own recently completed hour of stand-up to people who have been in it <laughs> and said, oh, yeah, and they come out and go, oh, that guy's pretty good. I said, oh, thanks very much. And then they go, why are you thanking me? You're just selling these pencils. Mm. You go, no, I was, I was, that was me. Was it? Yeah. You just fucking looked at you me know, for an hour. You what know what surprised them though? When you're at the merch desk, you'll occasionally smile or say hello. Only, when, go, only <laughs> want to make a sale. Only when the fucking ding of the F force machine goes. <laughs> Clang. Another 10 bucks in Loves the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them are actually so revolted. It's like when I used to, first couple of years of Melbourne Comedy Festival, doing your own flyering. Mm. Fuck me. That is, that is soul destroying. But people turn up to your show occasionally and just go, oh. That's the guy who gave me the fly, and they were so revolted. Yeah. Same outside selling merch. You go, that's you. Yuck, I don't want to buy anything now. You should have a fucking, yeah. you know, a bikini model selling your pencils. Yeah, there is something weird about it. Oh, you no. know, it's like when, you, when you're in comedy, there's so many, there's so many fucking middlemen taking little slices here oh. and there that you think, I'll sell my own merch. Yeah. And then you realise the disgust on the faces of the patrons. You go, I should have just added another middleman. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's fuck. I just got that many pencils to get rid of. I've got boxes of the shit at home. I got to flog them off. Then I'm going to stop on merch. So get in now. Uh, get yourself a good deal. Three for a tenner. Next time, if they don't know who you are, you've just got to say you're this bloke. Come on, who are you, lad? Ronnie Pickering. Oh, Ronnie Pickering. Oh, Ronnie Pickering. Who the fuck's that? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. I'm Luke Heggie. Yeah. These are my pencils. <laughs> so, um, Anyway, so in response, right, Bunma, he's been asked for $600 for his excess baggage. Is that coming. USD? Didn't say. You've got to assume I USD. I would think Cambodian so. Cambodian story. A lot of these countries don't even have their own fucking currency. Yeah. <laughs> it's going green. A lot of the countries, you know, forget inflation is an actual economic force and then oh, all of a sudden yeah. 2.8 million for some bread. Oh, yeah, bag of rice, yeah. 10 million Zimbabwean <laughs> dollars. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll bring in the wheelbarrow. You don't want to cut off some zeros? Yeah. No, nah, let it keep going. <laughs> so Bunma, he's grabbed a pistol off one of his bodyguards. Uh, never met a good bloke who requires bodyguards, much less ones with pistols. And um, with the pistol, he shot out a tyre of the 737. Fuck. Bang, shot it. Hard to change that. Flat. Fucking is it ever. Yeah, because 
Well, you can't really put it on a jack because nah. it's already so fucking it's high fucking up. Nightmare. It's a two-day job Yeah, for a whole team. What are you meant to do? You can't tip it on the side, the wings. <laughs> no. Honestly, how the fuck are you meant to? Well, you do it like the bush mechanics. Just stuff it with cloths. <laughs> Spin effects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought, oh, no, no, silly. I, I thought some of those tyres would be pneumatic, but they're, they're actually full of air like a car tyre. Yeah, yeah. When they get a flat, fucking catastrophic. Must be really thick rubber. Oh, fuck yeah. It must be uh, like the Concorde, like the fall of the Concorde. That was just a flat tyre. Was it? Well, yeah, someone left flat. Someone left something on the fucking tarmac. Oh, that's right. It's a screw or something. Bang, popped, gone, deady bones. See you later, Concorde. Yeah. I reckon over that's one, an inside job. Over one crash. One crash that wasn't their fault. Yeah. No, nah, Concorde's gone. I reckon Boeing f- fucking dropped some tacks on the <laughs> runway. <laughs> so putting twenty cents on the train line to get the yeah, yeah. get the train it'll set That's off the surely a myth <laughs> is I, it well it's got to be like a fucking coin on the train tracks that's not going to derail the train no it doesn't derail the train doesn't it just set off the um the railroad crossing further down Does that's it? what I was always told as a kid what through electricity? it just makes it yeah it registers something I don't know. Okay. Now that I've said it out loud and I haven't thought about it since I was eight, yeah, I reckon it's bullshit. It is bullshit. It's just people well, coins really... start churning out of somewhere like a pokey, <laughs> somewhere down the line. <laughs> Set at the next crossing, get yourself a bonus <laughs> feature. <laughs> so Teng said when he shot out the tire, like he got in trouble. Well, yeah. vaguely, it's very rich. Um, he said, "Look, I would have shot all of them out, but there were too many people standing around." Yeah, what better, a guy. Better safe than sorry. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't know he's such an important man, rich enough to pay for everybody's excess luggage, but why should he? It's a matter of principle. I think I think the rich but just – First of all, how's the airport security, Cambodia? All my bodyguards have, yeah, have brought yeah. their pistols through. Yeah, it's mad. He's not even Get a your laptop man. out of the case, sir. This cunt has yeah. a Glock. He's clearly a fucking VIP of some description, but he's not a politician or a, or a military. It's nothing, yeah. like nothing that requires guns on a plane. But there they are. His bodyguard's got him. Um, he's, I, th- I think the rich people are just used to getting free shit and refuse to go back to paying for it when they clearly could. It's like cunts getting free tickets to shows. You oh, know? yeah. People just ring up and go, oh, I'm with the fucking, you know, I'm with this organisation. Can I get two free tickets? You go, no, nah, you just pay for them, man. Of course you can get tickets. Just, you know, buy yourself a tax-deductible fucking ticket if you're from the newspaper. Yeah. We're a large sporting organisation who wants to take their fucking players out for a night out. Surely just get their envelopes out of their lockers and they can fucking <laughs> give me a 20 each. Done. Although I have to say I do, I do take advantage of that. One of the few benefits of being, shit. Of being a low-level so comedian. Just, the thing you just mocked. Not really. Got to, yeah. If I was a rich cunt, I wouldn't. But yeah. one of the few benefits of being a low-level comedian is I'm allowed to go to, and watch the masters of their craft, <laughs> such as yourself, this Friday, which I'll be doing. Applying yeah. their trade. That trade, of course, is uh, being able to talk. But uh, if I were a rich one, I reckon I'd just pay for tickets. Yeah. I have paid for tickets for stuff. Yeah. I really want to support a little and you, guy. You will be for this Friday. <laughs> Heard you're bringing your wife. There's no fucking way I'm giving up two tickets to dad bod. Well, you are for because it's already done. <laughs> Fuck. I've got, I've got an inside line. I'm All already right. in. I'll be sitting next to the sound guy. All right. I'm selling your merch afterwards. <laughs> Getting a bit of that pencil dosh. <laughs> So ten, that'd, that'd be great. Just sixty bucks worth of pencils. Yeah, <laughs> you'll find them out the back. There'll be a box somewhere. Just start selling them. <laughs> That's nearly like the uh, you know the great 
all the greats do uh, sell after this show. I'm selling DVDs, not my own. Just uh, oh, yeah. just ones out of the library, or just you know, I've got the Bodyguard. I've got uh, going Bobby up. One, Two, and Three. I'm selling yeah. DVDs. It's going to a very important charity called Me Mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Tang, his punishment for firing off a gun in public and damaging a tire, which cost the airline three thousand dollars and two days of not flying the plane. I assume it was the death of an airport security member. His punishment. Yeah. I assume <laughs> someone he, died. He got to kill someone him then, off. Probably. Yeah. But his punishment was a five hundred dollar fine. Fuck. So I think he's learned his lesson. Someone asked you to pay excess baggage fees, get yourself a discount by shooting something. <laughs> <laughs> I I always knew airports were charging too much and airlines were charging too much for stuff. But to to blow out the tire on a seven three seven is less than a heavy bag. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Tang, no, he's just a man of his word. He's an honest larrikin who does what he says. And this is a this is a direct quote from Tang Bunma. You can ask me whatever you like, but please report accurately or I'll, I will file a complaint in court about you. Please do not play games with me. There are some journalists who have defamed me by writing that I am the head of a drug smuggling ring. I would tell you that if Tang Bunma does something, he never answers questions about it inaccurately. If I say I will shoot you, I'll really shoot you like I shot the plane's wheel. So, well, man of his word, just a bloody good bloke. Thinly veiled threat there. Yeah. I'll tell you what, only only liars with big egos talk about yeah. themselves in the third person. Luke Heggie doesn't appreciate third person references <laughs> at all. It's one of my pet fucking hates yeah. hearing that. Also, I'll put a complaint uh, about you. I'll make a complaint in court. Yeah. And by that I mean I'll call my friend and you're dead. Oh, yeah, fuck you. There's no way that's going to a court. There's no way there's any sort of legal system that he's putting his complaints through. No. He's, fi- he's filing a document. <laughs> That's fucking one phone call, a suitcase full of cash, and then your fucking car's blown up. Fuck yeah. It's, um, but a lot of people disappear off the back of making complaints or, or you know, turning their nose up at the likes of Teng in Cambodge. Well, Every- I must say, even the journalists here that, you know, you don't know what's happened, but the Ben Robert Smith stuff, the, the stories of the SAS. Yes. Um. There's a lot of bad press about uh, Ben Robert Smith. Yeah. And you've got to think, for a journo, like there's no way they're his size or could use a weapon or their fists as well as him. So it is yeah. fairly ballsy, I think. You reckon? I think Australia's safe enough you say what you fucking want. Well, you say that, but the AFP will kick in a journo's door and go through all their shit, which isn't a great sign of no, a it's not free great. nation. No, but. As far as the subject of your ridicule or you saying this person's a grub, the likelihood of them coming round to your place and kicking the fuck out of you in Australia, a bit different, I yeah. reckon. Like Robert Smith, he's not coming round. To, I'll say it right now. Ben Robert Smith, you're a cunt. Let's see if he knocks on the door in five minutes and takes us both out. I'm not saying that. I did my radio codes. <laughs> <laughs> so, You'd have to beep out, cunt. He's oh, yeah, a ruga. Yeah, You'd have to put in yeah. some noise. Hockey, <laughs> hockey. <laughs> um, it's, anyway, so everything's everything's back to normal, right? And uh, Teng, but he's just he's just apologised for the outburst, sort of. Turned out, wasn't him at all. It was stress oh. and a bad temper. Oh, hold on. <laughs> stress, stress, and a- bad temper. Forty. Hold on. See, that's what I mean by the developing nations not having their shit. You've got to put in things that are immeasurable. Yeah, like, uh, such uh, as uh, mental illness. Yeah, no. Oh. 
<laughs> but it's got, stress. It can't. It can't be just mental illness. No, surely yeah. it's got to be mental mental illness plus yeah. beers. Yeah. Or, yeah. You got to add something on. Yeah. His was stress and a bad temper. That's like that's it's not even amateurish, man. That's why yeah. they haven't. Yeah. I it's, thought two negatives equal to positive. But clearly, maths is a bit different. Take stress and a bad temper. You should have a good bloke. <laughs> stress is like an eighties term. That's gone. Yeah. Oh. Stress doesn't even exist no. anymore. <laughs> no. It's, it's mental um, illness now. Dyslexia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it's a bad temper that shot out the plane tyre. The hard work to recover. You know what? That's true. There's no. People don't talk about stress. No stress balls anymore. There's no nervous breakdowns anymore. There's Mm. episodes, psychotic episodes. Mm. (laughs) No one's putting those Chinese balls in their hands anymore, are they? It's probably the problem. Well, that the OJ, one of the things I got to watch when I was in. Uh, stuck in my hotel room for two days for no reason was um, the five-part O.J. Simpson ESPN 30 for 30 doco. Yeah, yeah. And that was pre-CTE. That would be a whole – that came out in 2014 or 2015. Oh, yeah. That was just before CTE, the concussion disease, which now if they made that now, he'd be a victim. Oh, man, he was a – like 70s, 80s. Like yeah, a, running back. Like 1995 was yeah. when he did the – yeah. Before, 94, sorry. 95 was when I used to stay up and watch the uh, case. The trial. Watch it, yeah. Man, I had no idea how obvious it is that he did it. Oh. Or how obvious it was, sorry, that he did it until I saw that. Yeah. It's phenomenal. <laughs> it's pretty good good series. How good. His, lawyer, his, uh, his legal team were the best. Oh, they're great. Yeah. But they're all patting themselves on the back, yeah. laughing, going, yeah, well, you got it. we got this guy off. Can you believe it? America. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Um, but now, if they made it, it'd be poor OJ, CTE. Yeah, had yeah concussions. Yeah. I'm so wrapped. I've got concussions. Oh, you can wrapped. do anything. I've man. had four. Have you? I've four, been knocked, three or four. Proper. I've been knocked out three times. How many? How many do you need? You reckon to claim that you're not a well, bad that. bloke? Yeah, three will do it. Concussions. Three? That's what these nerds don't realise. Well, Play some contact sport. Sorted for life now. I've probably got CTE. You can't check. Yeah. Okay. But like, how many do you need? Don't know. Well, three Fuck. or four, surely. Surely it's not great. I've had three, but they weren't football related. What were yours? Oh, one or only sport. Actually, one was one. I got kicked in the head. Yeah, I was fucking out. In Ireland, though, just got a bloody. You know, it's got my hair ruffled. Told to get on with it. (laughs) Didn't work. (laughs) Had to go to hospital. Old um, Dublin, how are you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The others were just fucking shit in life. Um, The. It was so. Um, I mean, the hard work required to head up an international drug trafficking ring can take its toll on a man <laughs> in terms of stress and just manifest itself every now and then in a tantrum. We've seen it before, we'll see it again. Tantrums. Um, soon after, though, that just blew over business as usual. Tang was in a position in early July of the same year, 1997, to sling his old mate Hun Sen a million dollars in gold. Yeah. Just to just as a gift to help him stage yet another bloody coup against opposition. Yeah. So here's a million in gold. Don't forget the Intercontinental. Send all your mates there <laughs> a million times. Nothing um, more sus than dealing in gold. Just gold bullion oh, is never associated with. I don't unless you're at Fort Knox. Yeah. No good. <laughs> I still don't really know what is bullion. Like what's bullion? Is it coins? Is it bars? I, I assume bullion was just the bars. It's bars, is it? I, that's what I thought. Because when you bullion sounds French, surely you know, you'd you know. Your mate. You know how you see um, like RSL 
fucking houses and shit, but they can't quite yeah. make it up the value. They've got an $8 million house. But, you know, you get $50,000 in gold bullion. Yeah. Clearly that's not a gold bar. How much, you think it's nuggets? Well, how much? Well, not a raw nugget out of the ground, but how much bullion do you get for 50 grand? You can't get a big bar. Well, it's gold. a f- fluctuating price. I know, but a Mars bar size. But it's going gold. up. Gold keeps going up, so it's probably a really small amount now. You'd be shattered. Yeah, fifty thousand dollars gold get, bullion. It's, it just fits in your it's, palm. It's one of those vodka <laughs> bottles with the flakes fucking <laughs> floating around in the bottom. <laughs> That's got to be bullshit too, doesn't it? Oh, what was the uh, was it Goldschlager? I think in yeah. America. Yeah. Uh, That's did you one. sell that at? Yeah. Well, oh re- very God. rarely. In yeah. Queensland. Yes. Gold flakes in Not a vodka often. bottle. Yeah. Just vodka in <laughs> Queensland. I don't. It's fuck. You just, so, first thing you do is get a magnet on a string. Fucking <laughs> dip it into your vodka. Pull it all out. See what happens. Nothing. Nothing. You can breathe but it in. That's a, that's the type of vodka I think as well that it freeze. In the freezer, oh, always yeah, a sign of shitty sure. vodka. <laughs> if it freezes, no good. They've got some other stuff in there, mainly water. <laughs> Hear an explosion in the middle of the night, you know your vodka's not up to scratch. <laughs> that was absolutely shit-ass vodka. Oh, so, so this is July, right? He's given a million bucks of gold to Hun Sen. Very soon after, Teng, he's on yet another plane and uh, needed to let his hair down, obviously, stress. Some men go ball with it. Others pull a gun out in public to relieve their blood pressure. Well, Tang's one of them. Seen some of my mates that are going balding. I'd, I'd rather them just pull out a firearm on a plane, keep oh, the yeah. hair in. <laughs> Why are they are they losing their minds, not liking it? Oh, I've got some mates that are really holding on, comb over, hold on. Yeah, or, or not quite comb over, but just that you know, brush it forward, yeah. spike it up at the front. Oh yeah. It's not doing it. Not tall enough to get away with that. Got to be <laughs> no, real tall. No, it is. There's drones now. Yeah. <laughs> they got to sit down sometime. And you'll see. Birds have known for years, but you know, now we can also. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what they call a comb over in Japan? No. A barcode. Oh, re- oh yeah, because of the lines. Yeah, the lines Barking go straight awesome. over the top. It's very good. Um, anyway, so. Cotted a dog you. <laughs> and barcode. They're nailing it. Oh, yeah. They're pretty good. Would have turned my great grandpa around, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> um, July 31, 1997. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Tang, he's on yet another plane. And uh, Phnom Penh to Bangkok this time. Insane. Insane. Straight on a plane. Two months later, <laughs> straight sh- on a plane. He shot the wheel out. Yeah. Of a 737. Two Not months only later. On another plane. By the way, I never heard any sort of court appearance. No. It wasn't. He owns the courts. <laughs> you know, you don't something a million dollars of gold to the prime minister, the and president, go and go to fucking court yeah. ever, man. He's on Orient Thai Airlines, which was founded in 1995. No fatalities, largely due to luck. Um, once they flew within 200 metres of Tokyo Tower, a jumbo jet. Fuck yeah. me. Uh, mistake, sorry. Um, Royal Air Cambodge never had a fatality either and ran from 1956 until October 2001 when they called it real early and said, nah, no one's flying anymore due to what, just what happened in America. They were folding up the business. Fuck. 2001, first one, out. So, yeah. They weren't even near the States though. I know. They're fine. Yeah. You'd think that, but, you know, one-story buildings in Australia got abandoned on mm. September 11. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's go to an open space. We'll see the planes coming. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody out to the desert now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Teng Bunma, he's gotten on the Orient Thai airplane 
but his mates were running late. Well, you know what I don't like? Qantas still gets to, gets to claim that we're the best airline based on no fatalities, but yeah. there's heaps of airlines that were doing pretty well. Oh, for or sure. Or is it a, a cover-up? It's the well. It's either a cover up or Qantas like claimed to be like a world airline that everyone knows. They still dropped a fucking engine on a kindergarten one time, didn't they? Did they? Oh yeah, that wasn't that long ago. Didn't they drop a fucking big in where was it? Might have been Cambodia. It was it was Southeast Asia. They dropped a fucking engine. Wow. Didn't didn't kill anyone. They go, there we're fine. Go. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Smash through the roof of a kindy. They were out at lunch. <laughs> <laughs> New toy for the sandpit. Yeah. It's probably my, still there. My son would be wrapped. That happened at <laughs> Club around a, a daycare. <laughs> so um, his mates were running late. I probably wouldn't believe him though, because he's starting to make stuff up. He's two and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy, plane There's engine, plane roof, engine. yeah, yeah, floor whatever. crying, fuckhead, yeah, <laughs> Nicole, shut up. <laughs> Put Bluey on. <laughs> and uh, what a bloke at this stature. His his mates are running late. You got to sort shit out and look after your mates. It's one thing I know from high-up businessmen. They look mm. after their mates and their mates look after them. He's learned his lesson from April. To get shit done, you've got to pull out a gun. <laughs> Consequences are minimal. Not only is he on a plane, he's, he's packing on the plane. He's got his own pistol. Oh, so time. he's on so the plane now. I'm not waiting for my bodyguard's pistol. I'm packing my own in case yeah. I've got to shoot some tyres out. Um, Teng said, look, I won't allow this plane to take off. I will Fair. capture the plane. He showed them his piece and he told everyone to get off. Like all the everyone get off, and uh, they've sort of they've calmed him down. Said, "Look, don't worry about it." You know, so he and his rifle-toting bodyguards they got off the plane, and then Rifle. their friends. Fuck yeah, the rifles on a plane. I understand the you know concealed um, weapon. Yeah, concealed weapon. A rifle. Yeah, a bit more disconcerting, isn't it? Cheeky pistol under probably, the shirt, lift it up. Yeah, I'm packing. I mean, they got don't a even fucking shoulder strap. They don't even much. hide their guns in canes or anything. They just fucking yeah. straight out rifle, probably cocking it on the way on. Well, why would you? That's not for people in power. They don't. People yeah, they in don't power don't need those spy weapons. No, you know? but I think they'd think they were cool. Yeah, wouldn't they think it was cool? I suppose they've got swords. No, cold steel sword and a fucking cane <laughs> rifle, cane pistol, <laughs> and no, a I'm, knife. I'm just amazed that I haven't heard the the term gold AK-47 yet. Yeah, we're this far in <laughs> solid gold AK-47. <laughs> um, now they can't be down. Their friends turned up, and the plane left an hour late with everyone in tow. Pretty good. I don't know that I would have stayed on board after that. After somebody my bag off, I'm fucking out of here. There's both yeah. guns on this plane. Yeah. Fucking hell. When, when somebody's telling me to turn off a fucking Tamagotchi and I, <laughs> yeah, you know, I look around and go, excuse me, I will. They've got don't guns. worry. Yeah. My Furby's packed away. They'd have a look over there. <laughs> yeah. You're not doing anything about it. Oh. I'd probably hop off as well. Fucking Orient Thai Airlines, their response to being hijacked, literally, was to offer Teng an abject apology for trying to leave on time. I'm like, sorry, Teng, we're just trying to leave on time. You know, our apologies. Thanks for showing us your gun. You have to appease the country's richest businessman. That's the difference between places like Australia and Cambodia. If the richest businessman here tried to be rude to me and I was serving him dinner, I'd tell him to get fucked. Yeah. My boss would probably back me up. Yeah. Okay, good on you, mate. Tell him to get fucked. So that's, <laughs> that's where we were sort of, we're not equal here by any stretch, but sort yeah. of, because I, you know, that bloke told Scott Morrison to get off his fucking and lawn, what, and he did. Yeah, and one of the richest people here is Gina Reinhart, yeah. a woman, because yeah. women can be rich here as well, Heggy. Absolutely, they can. Yeah. Mm. You know what you don't see? Milling around her, young, beautiful men. <laughs> no. Somehow. Why not? What's happened there? <laughs> 
So it's almost as if men don't hold money in as high regard. <laughs> as everyone says they do. Anyway, this is uh, it's going to go downtown if we keep them. Um, so, so 10. I never went uptown. Yeah. <laughs> it's been hovering around Midtown yeah. since the start. <laughs> yeah, but every now and then you think, oh, I'm having two cans of beer at 10 a.m. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Teng, he has tragically in 2016 died. R.O.P. Teng, your bloody what, character. What happened? Dying. Well, he's fucking old, man. Oh, yeah. It's one of those good old fashioned old age deaths. Probably a bit of stress. Bit of stress, yeah. Like, you know, Hun Sen's still there. Don't worry about it. Yeah. He's not going to die in his bed. No. They don't. Dictators don't yeah. die unviolent well, deaths. No, Pol Pot did, didn't he? Did he? Did he manage to get through? Yeah, I think Pol Pot. All the way to the end. Yeah. I didn't. I, I haven't researched Pol Pot enough. I knew he's fucking, he's, well, he's caused a lot of carnage. Yeah. But um, I don't know how he died. Did he not get thrown out no. violently? I wouldn't be surprised if end. it was a cheeky pillow. Yeah. Of the nose of mouth in the final held a, stages. Held a pillow over his own head. <laughs> held it down till he suffocated. I told you I was about violence. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> yeah. kill, kill myself with this pillow. <laughs> uh, dying breed. Tang, Bunma types. Don't fear, though. He has a son who's taken over the business. Oh, that rarely happens. And, uh, yeah, oh, very rare. Place That'd like be that. it. I wonder what that would do because people love a legacy and a but very rarely does the son do. I'm sure we've Better. spoken about this before. The mm. son does as well as the dad. Oh, look at or James the, Packer. Yeah. He Whoa. fucked up gambling in China. Oh, yeah. One of the fucking easiest layups in history. Yeah. And he's fucking, <laughs> just completely missed the backboard. He stripped over, done a knee. Um, I'll tell you what did a knee once. I still can't find the picture. I saw a picture once. I think it was SMH of James Packer on a horse playing polo. Yeah. And the horse probably had to be put down straight after because he's a oh. big man and the horse was down on its front, <laughs> down on, on its knees, just the eyes bigger than a horse's eyes yeah. usually just going, fuck, this is too much. Well, to be it fair, I, the horse. I have gambled a bit and always responsibly, but mm. anytime I have, you'll have a look at the jockey weights and a, a 61 kilo jockey ah. is cause for concern. <laughs> so sure. I can only imagine what double. Doubling a bit that would do. Yeah, right. Horses oh, not as strong as they're that. getting fucking credit for. No, they're not. Spindly legs. Yeah. I could run around giving you a piggyback. And go faster than a horse, probably. <laughs> With broken legs. Um well, this is how much we just look after humans. Fat jockey they invented a sport for fat jockeys, one with a little cart behind it. Oh yeah. The trots. Trots. Yeah. That's just for fat jockeys, isn't it? Yeah. So there you go. Like they're not just gonna let those horses off the hook. Go eat some grass, buddy. Nah, we've got some fat jockeys. <laughs> Carry them around. Yeah. The old the old mini-man rickshaw. Yeah. Um, where they can just tell, no, I'm winning this one. Yeah, enough money. Yeah. And they they love a chat. It's not much happening on them, is it? The trots are the fucking worst. I've never been on a trots race, not even the computer one. Isn't there one where the horses have to do their legs at the same speed or something? Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a gallop. Else. Not a gallop, a trot. No, I forget what the other one is. There's yeah. two types, but as soon as there's a bloke in a cart talking to the guy next to him, like I understand that all forms of racing have some sort of sus yeah. aspect to, the, to it, but there's something about where any trots race I've seen, they're all chatting to each other. Yeah. Allegedly. I don't even like I sports where they pretend to like each other on opposition. No. I don't really like sports where someone doesn't die. That's what I want. I want a tang in the fucking yeah. in the trots, just <laughs> pulling out a pistol, blowing out a tyre, just shoot a horse. <laughs> Fuck it. 
Well, hopefully his, his son's just as hot, hot-headed as him. With any luck, we'll be hearing about him in the future on mid-flight brawl. Oh, we most definitely will. The son of a rich person. Never yeah. nicer than the dad. No, they're fucking, they're, they're bad news. <laughs> Sons of rich people, real bad. <laughs> real bad. Uh, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Sydney, we're fucking here. We're out and about. It would take a monumental fuck up and uh, it's not going to be our fault. We're tested. We're good to go. But oh, yeah. we are recording this on Wednesday and uh, the live show is Saturday. Pot Point Hotel, couple of tickets left. It's going to happen. Yeah, we're on. It's going to fucking happen. We're here. We're tested. We're about it. Uh, oh, don't forget, after, after that show, Nick Nick Cody, uh, Australia's yeah. favourite larrikin, is doing this weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights at the Comedy Store. Yeah. I dare say they're close to sold out too. Yeah, Dad Bod. Uh, it's the final, the final tour before I become a dad a second time and have to change my Instagram bio to father slash larrikin. <laughs> father, <laughs> husband, larrikin, our mate. Everybody's mate, oh, Australia's mate. You know what I'm going to do? Change my website to that. Oh, my Father, goodness. husband, larrikin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one gets it. Children's book author. Yeah. Um, we've got Yuck. to work on a, on a kid's book. Maybe if we do it together, Heggy. No. I'm just trying to help you not. out. No, I'm all right. You I'll don't just want to pencils bill? and do stand up. Oh, I just I'm thought fine. that's what you wanted. So, no. <laughs> well, you, you keep texting me about it. Anyway, let's end the episode. All right, mate. You've See got you, uh, low breed shows coming up. Yeah, man. Perth next week, with any luck, if they put the cap up above 20 people. Yeah. Uh, and then Sydney the week after that, 13th to 16th at the Comedy Store and the Factory Theatre. Sweet. All Heaps right. Of tickets. See you next week. Bye. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.